TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you alongside the country's number one wellness guru. He is now dominating the mass media. I see him all the time talking about tech neck ah. and other things I speak of. The great Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, brother? Oh, Marcus Pierce, I'm very well. Thank you. It's so great to be here with you again. And um don't know about dominating, but I'd tell you it was good it was good fun to be on live television again, I have to tell you. Um I'm amazed that we are nudging four eighty. That's incredible. And thank you, Kate Tullin, for not having missed an episode since twenty sixteen. That's incredible. That's oh incredible. well if you're wondering what Kay's talking about, you've got to join us on Facebook for our Facebook lives. We often record these episodes on a Wednesday, uh, at yep. around uh two thirty. Just to go to Facebook.com forward slash one hundred not out. Everything for us is really an ish, isn't it? One hundred ish. Um <laughs> right. we are we are an ish. We have an ish, an awesome ish podcast. Now Damo, what a uh, great you are, album that was. Oh, Seriously, so good. You are Damien Media right. Mogul Christoph. Yes. Um, and the biggest thing about succeeding in the media is causing controversy. And the best way to do that is by creating some division. And then the best way to do that is to have a yay or nay, yes or no, heads or tails, right or wrong. What's your decision? What do you choose? Conversation. And you raised a cracking one with me yesterday via text message whilst I was doing some work and it came through on my laptop, which was really good because uh, I could actually respond really quickly. But what happened was I think I misconstrued the question. And so I would love you to share with our listeners and even bring up our text message chat, which I'm feverishly attempting to do, but I'm incapable of doing two things at once, (laughs) to share with our uh, 100 Not Outers some of the questions that you asked me yesterday, and we can just drop that hand grenade into the uh, psyche of our listeners today. Yeah, I'd love to, PC. So I was out for lunch yesterday um, having uh, a beautiful lunch uh, down at... Black Squirrel in Sandringham. Shout out to Black Squirrel in Sandringham with my great mate, Mike Illichich, um, and he's just got back from his um, honeymoon. So I was chatting with Mike. Mike. Yeah, congratulations, Mike. Beautiful wedding, actually, at Stones um, in the Yarra Valley. It was beautiful. And he just got back from – he's very brown, actually. He just got back from the Maldives. What a tan you get from the Maldives. I want to go there just for the tan. (laughs) Maybe we do a longevity retreat of the Valdives. He didn't tell you that it rained all week and he gave himself a spray tan just as soon as he got home. Nah, it wasn't orange. It definitely wasn't orange. It was a good one. It was very good colour. Uh, so anyway, we uh, we were sitting, sitting down um, having a nice uh, nice poke bowl and um, he said to me, you know, everyone says, you know, would you die for your, you know, for your children? I said, yeah. He goes, but would you live for them? I'm like going, what do you mean? And he says, well, it's easier to jump in front of a train 
you know, I don't want to cause any offence here. If anybody knows of anybody that's done that or you think about doing that, please don't do that. And if there's a mental health thing, then please contact someone that um, you should contact, whether it be helpline, lifeline, whatever. Um, reach out. So mental health service there. But the point of the story was it's easier to do that than to make a conscious decision to live healthily and have an exceptional life for the whole of your life so that you can be there to see your children and your grandchildren and all that sort of stuff. So I sent you a message at 116. Would you – auto-corrected to love. <laughs> would, would you, you love her? <laughs> yeah, would you love or die for your children, the commitment to health? Um, you said, I'll die for my children for sure. Would you? And I said, I'll live for Jackson. That's Let's talk about it. And you said, oh, hold on. Isn't it if you live, your children die? Um, in other words, isn't there a trade-off? And maybe you said, maybe I misunderstood the question. Anyway, at the end of the day, really what it was is it's easier. It would be easier to make that, that decision to save your child's life. But would you live a better life for your children would be the better question to ask. Would you live a better life for your children to see all their success, their children, their children's children, all those sorts of things? If you had the choice, would you do what it took to do all of that? That's the question. And this is a cracking question because it goes to the heart of why do we do why do we do what we do? Why do we make the decisions that we make? And I, I still think back to um, probably a, a Demartini interview we did on this podcast when he said that, you know, exemplification or leading by example is the greatest way to create influence in life. It's not what you say. Um, it's not what books you read or how much money you earn or whatever it is. It's actually the example. It's uh, what is it? Do as I do, not as I say. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really that's the question or that's really the challenge that you're proposing, I, I gather, from that question is would you be prepared to go through the ups and downs of life and to work your way through the challenges of life and, and let your children essentially see all of that so that you can actually get to the, uh, like you said, you can, you can get to the end of life and have the good health and the and the wisdom and the optimism and the strength and everything else to be able to um, what, reflect on your life with your children and to be able to almost feel like you've come full circle. Would that be a way that you'd describe it? Yeah, I'd say so. Like it's it's definitely um, that ability to reflect and then to share lessons. But you know, we often see, and you were talking about this the other day. You know, you get to seventy, and then um, your life falls to poo. You know, your your next seventeen years or fifteen years of your life are, are disastrous. You know, that's the statistic um, here in Australia. So, would you do a better job? Like, if you knew what it, you know what you had to do. Would you make all those decisions? Would, you know, that obviously means cutting back on your alcohol consumption, moving more, um, making sure that you're hanging out with your mates, laughing lots. Um, it would in, it would include the avoidance of chronic disease, and, certainly the ones that yep. we are in control of. You know, like heart disease and diabetes, we're in control of those ones. We're not in control. It would appear of you know most cancers. So that's you know that's toughy, um, and then. Dementia and Alzheimer's, we don't really know the cause of that at this point in time. But, you know, if we did know what it was that caused these things, would you do all it took to make sure that you avoided that so you could be there for your children? Okay. Now, I've really got to – I've got to – this is – this is I'm loving this, though, mate, because now you've really got me going now. Okay. Because I know there's people listening right now saying, I don't have children, 
or this doesn't apply to me for reason X, Y, and Z uh, or Z. And now I want to tell a really cryptic story that might drive some people nuts, but it for me is really important because of everything you've just said. So in the in the spirit of privacy, because this is very fresh news, there is there are two people that we have actually interviewed on One Hundred Not Out. They've both been on our podcast mm-hmm. that um, have actually become engaged. Oh, wow. And, um, and one of those people does not have children. <clears throat> and and I would say that this, this engagement has happened somewhat later than what society would typically um, expect that, you know, the ages that people get married at and the rest. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say this is because I genuinely believe that these two people have – have lived the 100 not out lifestyle. They've lived their exceptional lives, and it's because they are in, for want of a better term, ripping Nick at the phase of life that they're in that they can actually decide to tie the knot at the phase of life that they're in because they believe that they have a compelling future to live together. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. So it's yeah. not. It's not. This is not just a. Uh, uh, this is not just for the children. Ah. You know, and and I think to your point, like, would you give yourself the opportunity to live the best life so that, you know, anything could happen, so that you might get married. I mean, Sarah or I could get hit by a bus tomorrow, and it's all over. You know, I would love Sarah or me, whatever the situation was, to think that they could fall in love X time down the track because they've got such a compelling vision for their future if that's the path that they went down. So I think it's um, it's really important that people listening or watching don't get pigeonholed into um, is the example for the children. It is mm. what is the driving force behind anyone's commitment to want to live an incredible life. And I think that's I think that's 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 the kicker here, which is why I love your question. Yeah, well, it doesn't. I suppose it's one of the things that we talk. Well, actually, three of the things that we talk about in terms of longevity. Um, first one being movement. Second one being purpose. Third one being engagement. This question speaks to the second. Um, I don't know. Second pillar of longevity being purpose. You know, so would you live for your purpose? Uh, might be the question, you know. So, if your purpose is your children, if your purpose is your significant other, if your purpose is um, heading down to the factory to manufacture, you know, stuff, whatever it is, mm. wh- whatever your purpose is, would you live for it? You know, that's would you do all it takes so that you can actually do all of those sorts of things? So, that's um, that you know, that for me is where this question would be, you know. Yeah, and if you don't know what your purpose is, then yeah. this is then that's the problem. I think a lot of people don't know what why they're why they're doing what they're doing. You mentioned earlier those statistics. You know, on average, it's the seventy second birthday, and then it's uh, eleven or twelve years of a poor quality of life, which no one no one would want. So how do we then go and? not be in those statistics and you've just hit it nail on the head. We've got to have a purpose for our future, whether we're 35 or 55 or 75. Mm. And I think that's that's where a lot of people almost try and just skip past that part of life is like, well, just going to do, do day by day, take it one day at a time. And that's that's 
that's great. I think when you know what you're working towards, you know, if you're going to open up a chiropractic center, there's no use talking about six months from now when you've got to just focus on today or no use thinking about teenagehood when your child's only six months old, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But it's so important that people have a have a meaning and put a live and put a power behind the power of 24 hours because as you, as you said to me in times when um we've been going through challenges it's like never forget that there are other people that would love your challenges right now and that goes for all of us all the time whatever we think our challenges are um and a lot of the time it's those challenge that provides the purpose yeah yeah no great great points i i do absolutely agree with that I agree with it. So, if we're to uh, if we're to ask this, you know, even ask this of our audience, and I, I don't know if we get our audience involved as much as what we possibly can. And so, if this, you know, you're listening to this and you're in the car and you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'd love to contribute," we might. If you email us at Marcus Pierce, <laughs> sorry, Marcus <laughs> at marcuspierce.com.au or Damon at DamonChristoph.com. If you email us. Because we don't have a hundred odd out email anywhere. If you email us what your thoughts are around this, that'd be great. And with anything like that, that you hear us talk about, we will do a shout out. We will answer that question. You know, put that comment. Look, and if you can't and if you can't get a response from Damo, he is the media mogul these days. So pretty much just go down to Channel Seven Studios or Channel Nine in Melbourne or Sydney. He's bound to be doing an interview somewhere there, and just bail him up in the studio. And if he's not there, just go down to Vita Lifestyles in Sandringham, book an appointment, pretend you need an initial <laughs> consultation for chiropractic services. Anyway, moving right along, ask moving him, right along. Ask him the big questions because in all honesty, in all honesty, these these questions, and I know we're making a lot of this, but um, these are the more important questions to ask oneself there's a great line the unexamined life is not worth living this is examination that we want to put ourselves under you know why am i doing what i'm doing and is it bringing me fulfillment yeah and joy fulfillment and joy i think that's really important so uh, you know I, i there wouldn't be a week that goes by where the the con the topic of food you know what's the best thing to have for breakfast or what's the best thing to you know what what do you eat damo there's not a week that goes by where that conversation actually doesn't come up and so i'm eternally conflicted with this one because mm. um we say all the time you're far better off going down to macca's sharing a cheeseburger and small fries and a diet coke with your mates um, particularly if you're watching your waistline, um, and chatting with your mates and having fun and laughing and all that sort of stuff, than to sit in a corner by yourself on a daily basis drinking calf smoothies. And the facetiousness of that comment essentially implies that social time and engagement um, with your friends and family and laughter and time spent is far better for your health than the organic green smoothie that you might buy or make yourself, um, particularly if it means that you're ostracized or no one wants to hang around you because it gives you bad breath or something. You know, it's like you're better off just being with your mates to some extent. But then the trick, the key to longevity outside of the pillars of longevity that you and I have defined the key to longevity is the avoidance of chronic disease. Like mm. if you can avoid chronic disease and then maintain 
your purpose, maintain engagement, and continue to move. If you can avoid those chronic diseases, then there's the longevity piece, right? Because that's where you get to live your exceptional life. So you've kind of got to avoid those chronic diseases. So then I go, okay. So then food becomes even more important, right? Then food becomes important, right? So then, okay, so what's the best diabetic or best cardiovascular or best anti-cancer what's the best diet for that sort of thing? And it comes back to the Mediterranean diet. Like that's essentially what it comes back to. It's not vegan. It's not vegetarian. Yes, it's plant-based, but it still includes Mediterranean principles. This is the most highly researched, Mm -hmm. um, the easiest, most effective eating program to actually follow. So I go, all right. So then I wind it all back and go, all right, let's consider all of the data. Let's consider this. And the reason why I'm kind of going through all of this at the moment is because I've got a power of food event on tonight, right? So I'm just kind of bringing all this back into the fore, right? So this is all going to be shared tonight at the power of food in greater detail for a couple of hours. Um, But the point being that diet is very, very important because it's the most significant contributor to chronic disease. Outside, you know, including emotional stress and chemical stress, um, it's the stressors that uh, that we have to consider and take in, and take into um, our consciousness around what we're going to do to maintain um, a, a high quality life. So, do we live or die? That means we eat a great diet, and then we exercise and move and have a purpose, and we um, maintain engagement. You know, you talk about diet. Mediterranean diet. I was just doing a bit of research today. Forty-six percent of uh, people are eating their uh, meals and snacks alone. And Is that true? That's true. Um, so lonely. So I I wonder if we if we speak about the Mediterranean diet. Is it the Mediterranean lifestyle? Is it actually you know like you said you know oh, have your ooh. goat and your and your three veg and your plant based Mediterranean diet but mediterranean lifestyle is you know what you know once or twice a week particularly if you live alone um go to a friend's house for dinner or have a friend over to your place for dinner or um once or twice a week um uh you know go out and actually walk to someone's house or go for a walk with someone and what what i'm trying to say is the the lifestyle which we have particularly observed graceful ages um uh eat their food in um, you know, sitting down at the end of the day and doing it with other people and doing it slowly and not on their phones and actually talking with others. Yeah. Is, are we actually almost out of necessity having to go from not just diet but the lifestyle of that diet so that people aren't going back to having their, you know, Mediterranean salad but still in the in the front seat of their car? Um, okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, trying, okay. trying to get this but, out. So Let's consider um, Dan Butner's work, and he talked about the the blue zones. And so, in redefining what the blue zones are, it's those um, cultures where they exceed the expected lifespan by what is it, ten years or fifteen years? What? Yeah, yeah, around ten years. Yeah. Some so somehow, somehow, Loma Linda slips into that. This is a little suburb just outside of Los Angeles where there is obesity. You know, so we've got people that are significantly obese, you know, morbid obese, mm. um, do have diabetes, um, do have um, heart disease, um, and they still live a long time. And so we go, all right, do they actually live a long time? Will they live more, 10 years more than the average, you know, kind of in that community? So if you go, American, right, Ameri- yeah, 10 years more than the American, you know, population, 
is that good? Like, is that is that great? And are they are they infirm? Like, are they on drugs, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? I can't recall that. You'll need to answer that for us, PC. But then we look at the the, the cultural components. So we look at the lifestyle components. So we go, all right, the Mediterranean diet. We go, we've got the Italian, the Sardinian, and the Ikari and Greek. We've got those. They're following the Mediterranean lifestyle and diet. We go the Okinawan way, so the Okinawan diet and lifestyle. So the combination of both the diet and the lifestyle works there. So we go, all right, well, let's look at um, Costa Rica. We go the Costa Rican diet and lifestyle. That seems to get them to live a long time. So that combination um, goes really well. But the most highly researched diet on the planet is actually the Mediterranean diet. You know, that's the one that shows the least amount of mm. chronic disease coming from any diet, you know, so it does appear that from a dietary perspective, that's that. This is right. this is fascinating and it's, this is like research on the fly. Yeah. But this is really interesting, right? So yeah. Australia is eighth uh, – well, let's just use World Bank Group. Okay, so Australia's fifth on the World Bank Group ladder for longevity. We're 83 years of age. Now, you just mentioned Loma Linda. Uh, now, they are outliving the rest of America, but America on the World Bank ladder is 54th on the ladder with uh, an average life expectancy of 77. So Loma Lindans are really they're outliving a lower life expectancy, 77. They're now, Costa, Costa Rica... <clears throat> Is thirty first on the ladder at eighty point four seven years. Yeah. Um, what was Italy? Uh, we're fifth on the ladder, eighty three. Really? Yeah. Italy is eleventh on the ladder, eighty two point three. Uh, Greece is twenty fifth on the ladder, eighty one. Japan's on the top. Um, oh, you've got the book. There. <laughs> it's all. It's all in this book. It's anyway, all in the yeah, book. Yeah. Japan's yeah. on the top, eighty four. So what I'm doing here is I'm looking at where the National Geographic blue zones are. So it's Okinawa and Japan. They're on the top of the longevity ladder. Yeah. Then you've got Sardinia in Italy, which are 11th on the ladder. Then you've got uh, Ikaria in Greece, which is 25th on the ladder. Nicoya in Costa Rica, which is 31st on the ladder. But Loma Linda, which has a higher vegetarian diet and you know maybe a very small percentage of vegan diets, but the life expectancy of that country, being the US, is only 77 years. And they, they really do struggle with their health, their figures as a country are pretty average given oh, how much money terrible. they've got. Terrible. Oh, yeah. 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 So um, – it's, it's, yeah. it's a very interesting discussion. Like it's a really interesting discussion. But I'll go back and I'll stand tall in saying that it's actually the Mediterranean-style diet, probably including the PAR method, I'd have to say. Um, so PAR method of the Mediterranean diet would be the most appropriate way to eat for longevity. Totally, for totally. Sure. That combo. 100%, and I 100% agree. Yeah. That combo. Particularly looking at – it. Yeah, sorry, mate. That combo, you couldn't beat it. No, and looking at the countries, like in that – and if you look at the top 25, yeah, I'm looking at Greece, uh, I'm looking at Cyprus, I'm looking at – um, Ireland and Spain, sorry, not Ireland, Spain, Italy, Malta, um, wow. like these are Mediterranean, Mediterranean. yeah, Mediterranean. and then and then there'd be the Asian side. You got Japan, Singapore, South Korea, um, where else? You know, yeah, um, and then you've got some of the other European, Central European countries, Denmark, um, uh, France is in there, 
French, Sweden. The French kind yep. of started this off, right? The French started this off like years ago because everyone was getting heart disease from eating fat. And so, well, that's what they would have you believe. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> they thought that it, everyone else. Too the much cheese. Yeah, too much cheese and too much fatty cuts of meat and all that sort of stuff. And they said, well, what about the French? And so they said, well, let's look at the French. And so the French then ate heaps of cheese, um, had slabs of butter on their croissant. They had slabs of butter on their baguette. Uh, they had crepes with heaps of sugar and fat. And they ate, you know, processed meats, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they weren't getting heart disease. And they were getting heart disease, uh, and they were smoking, right? So they were smoking. So then they said, well, what's the other thing that the French do? And they said, oh, it's, they drink red wine. And so the, the French paradox was then coined, um, and the cure to heart disease then became red wine. What a great marketing thing. Oh. Uh, and so, like, unbelievably, then, like, if you look at this from a reductionist perspective, then you're looking for the silver bullet. You know, what is the silver bullet for longevity? Oh, it must be red wine because the French paradox. You miss the whole of the point. Like, there's mm. got to be other cultural components to the French living a long time and living well, which extends to the Mediterranean-type lifestyle because they're having fat and butter and carbohydrates and all that sort of stuff too. So it's not no one's keto and no one's paleo really, and the Mediterranean diet still incorporates bread and potatoes. So you think about all these sorts of things and you go, okay, well, it's got to be a combination of factors. The diet is very important, but the way in which the food is consumed uh, with people and conversation is probably the most important thing. And and the other thing is, and this will be even more interesting as the whole gender conversation develops over the coming years, but if you look at Japan, yep. the female, 87.74, the male, 81.64. So six years. Wow. Six years. Wow. That is nearly 2,000 days more on average for the female in Australia, it's uh, this is the World Bank numbers. It's a four-year difference, eighty-one and eighty-five. Um, naturally, it's I mean the gender gap. So as I'm just looking at this letter here in Bermuda, the gender gap seven point seven years. But you know, you look at these; they are stark, particularly with the leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, all the way down the table, they are stark numbers. Belarus, a 10-year gap, 69 for men, 79 for women. You know, so that's a conversation. 69 that I, for men. 69 for men, 79 for women. So, again, and then it, in, in some ways doesn't distort the average, but it makes the average 74.23. But yeah. a, a male is five years from that average, if you know what I mean. So yeah. um, it, it is – it's an interesting conversation. I think it's one that, yeah – um, I'm going to answer, then, Wendy's, yes. answer Wendy's question. She says, what are the consequences of stress? And we do know that there are consequences of stress. The ultimate consequence of stress would be chronic disease. Like that's the mm. ultimate consequence of stress. And, of course, uh, or a, even a loss of purpose as a result of chronic stress um, or a loss of the ability to um, heal, which would be sleep and rest and digest and all that sort of stuff. So the inability to move back into your parasympathetics would have consequences. Yeah. But I think ultimately that would be chronic disease, I think, Wendy. Um, so stress would drive that stuff. And then I know we do need to go on a moment, but the thing is about that is then if that stress is treated with traditional pharmaceuticals, then yeah, then yeah. M- many people fall into the gap of that 12 years of morbidity 
So yeah. they, they fall into that gap of, uh, you know, minimum on average five medications at the age of 75 and growing. So I think it then comes back to, you know, the crack your stress code episodes that are on the 100 not out and actually ensuring that um, we as human beings learn how to manage that stress um, so that we don't fall into that um, that 12-year black hole to end the movie of life, which I think none of us, none of us really want. No. Not at all. Not at all. Hey, great chat, PC. Great chat. Gee whiz, we squeezed a lot into that one, Damo. Started with a question. Started with a question. It's the best way to get a conversation going, ask a burning question. Um, There's a lot of questions being asked over 479 episodes. Next week is 480. I know at some point, Damo, we've got to have a best of. I know we keep on talking about it. We will have a best of 100 Not Out podcast because how does a new listener – know where to start now oh where yeah. would you start if you found someone's podcast and now up to episode 480 gone are the days where it feels yeah. achievable that you could go back to episode one and catch up it's just <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it's inhumane oh to expect someone to do that yeah it is inhumane it's got to be around about 240 hours worth which is 10 full days mm. of non-stop listening to you and me babylon oh could you imagine that <laughs> Maybe we'll run an event where you and I actually don't appear, but we just play our podcasts on loop, and that's the event. Worst idea ever. Totally worst idea ever. Pina says at the beginning, I love that. Thank you, Pina. But there are some great podcasts that we've done. So if you've got a highlight podcast that you think would make it to the top 100, please let us know. We are going to create a best of 100 Not Out, and that'll that'll be a new podcast that goes out. And every time we get a great one, we'll pop it up because at 300, they drop off iTunes. Or Do you think podcast. we need a best of guests and then a best of tough conversations? Ooh. Yeah, maybe. Yep, maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm we'll never one to say no. Let I that always say up. yes. <laughs> If you ever want a yes, just call Domo. Um, all right. To track down the great man, the best way is to go to DamienChristoph.com. Damien, all A's, Christoph, no double F, and no AU on there. I'm a little bit different. I am MarcusPierce.com.au. No I in my surname, please, and thank you. Just P-E-A-R. Um, <laughs> We have loved this episode. We've loved your company. We thank you for joining us on this adventure called the 100 Not Out Lifestyle. Thank you to everyone who joins us each and every week. Until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.